0: and welcome to Fancy Football Wives, episode 17. I'm Anya, lifelong Spurs fan, married to an Arsenal fan.
1: And I'm Sarah, a City fan, married to a Man United fan. And as you can hear, I've got the lurgy again. Um, so sorry about that.
0: <laughs> it's been going on for two weeks, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, but last time it happened, someone said I was funnier on the on the podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be, it could be a win.
0: <laughs> so expect more lols in this episode. <laughs> Well, it's been three weeks since we last recorded and chatted all things football, and so many things have changed. The Premier League appointed Susanna Dinnage, the first ever female CEO, and as we predicted, Fulham's manager, Jekonovic, has gone, and we've welcomed Claudio Ranieri back to the Premier League, and... Chelsea experienced their
1: first defeat of the season. Yes, come on, you Spurs! And and you were so upset when Jackov Jack went, and you were like, "We haven't done a podcast this week, <laughs> and he's gone. We have to tell everyone." So um, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we've reported on it now. <laughs>
0: We did predict it. We did predict. We it. We did
1: predict it, and I'm happy. Claudia and Ranieri is back. I, I liked him so much.
0: Yeah, and and first match so far, he's he's won it. Mitrovic was on good form, so maybe he is. He's he's exactly what Fulham
1: needs. He's so chill. I love him. Um, also, there's now a Man City player heading up the fancy football league. And uh, Anya, unfortunately, has closed the gap on me to only 25 points, which um, I guess is to be expected. But I did have a bit of faith I might get my winning streak up. And it's, it's annoying. I've not even done that badly. You've just done really well. (laughs) Well, we've still got
0: another 24, 25 game weeks to go, so everything can still change. Uh, Lastly, we are excited to speak to Michelle, who is from our Fantasy Football Wives League, the first ever appearance from someone from our Fantasy Football Wives Twitter community. Michelle is currently sixth in our league and an Arsenal fan, so we'll be getting her thoughts on who will win the week's North London derby and more. But before we get into all of that, Let's kick off. Good week, bad week.
1: Welcome back to Fancy Football Wives. Um, it's time for this week's Good Week, Bad Week. So, Anya, who's kicking off Good Week for us this week?
0: Well, it's the same team that kicked it off last episode, and it's Huddersfield again. again. Uh, but this time, it's not only for the fact that it was their second win of the season, with a 5.1 million Aaron Moy scoring both goals in the 2-0 win over Wolves, picking up 16 points, and a 4.4 million defender, Eric Derm, picking up 11 points for a clean sheet and assist. But it's also because Huddersfield Huddersfield were at the bottom of the table three weeks ago and they're now 15th. So it means manager David Wagner isn't going anywhere and he is far from favourite to be sacked next. Actually, the next three managers that are uh, tipped to be sacked are Southampton's Mark Hughes, then Palace's Roy Hodgson and guess who's still sitting in third place, Sarah?
1: Hmm, is it Mourinho
0: yes Mourinho still there <laughs> after their uh goalless draw against Crystal Palace he hasn't moved
1: um talking about managers bit of an aside here I'm not sure if you get it in Switzerland um but have you been watching on a celebrity get me out of here
0: no is there someone in there
1: yes Harry Redknapp what and he Harry Redknapp is in it and he is amazing I am officially in I've always been a Harry Redknapp fan club but I I think um oh god I love him
0: well you didn't voice that last episode when Helena was banging on about how much she loves Spurs managers and it started off with Harry Redknapp
1: I know but no I've I've actually got photo of me with Harry Redknapp when I was about 10 years old What? Um, which I'm gonna go and dig out because now I'm you know top of his fan club but he's on celebrity get me out of here i recommend you try and find it to watch in switzerland i've got itv well it's on itv he is so lovely Ah. and he tells all these stories so um he told a story last week about when he met his wife and he's been married for like 54 years and he just loves his wife so much um apparently jamie told him you got lucky there dad you hit the jackpot." Um, but he's just a lovely guy and he loves a roly-poly pudding.
0: Oh, right. Well, I might watch it. I don't usually watch it, but maybe if there's a Spurs ex-manager, I
2: should watch it.
1: No, you just watch it for Ari. Ari for Prime Minister, I say. Well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was an aside, but very important football news, I think. Uh-huh. Um, so next good week is Raheem Sterling. He is now top of the fantasy football table with 95 points. Um, I am so happy for him because if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, including the World Cup, I often feel like I'm the only person that backs Sterling in the UK. Um, And I'm so pleased that he's doing um, so well. So another week of goals and assists gave him 16 points. Um, But his ownership is still only 13.4%. Unsurprisingly, this week he's currently the most transferred in player, with Hazard the most transferred out. And City played Bournemouth this weekend, who I don't think will be straightforward. Um, But we will discuss later if either of us will be bringing in the England midfielder into our teams. I'll also be turning on the TV in eight minutes um, as City play Leon, so we might have a little bit of live recorded action um, tonight. But maybe Sterling will score. Another girl.
0: <laughs> so it's a little late in the news, but it definitely had to feature in Good Week. And that is that the Premier League appointed Susanna Dinnage, the first ever female CEO. She was the Premier League recruitment panel's preferred candidate and her appointment was voted for by all 20 Premier League teams. When she takes up the post uh, early next year, Dinage is scheduled to become the most senior female leader in major professional sport. Uh, This is absolutely amazing. Um, And it's great that we've finally got a woman um, heading up the Premier League. But how do you think she's actually going to fare? Because it's still perceived that sport is a male dominated world. What are your thoughts?
1: Um, I mean, I think it's great that she's been appointed and you can still count the number of high-ranking female executives in sport on your hands. You know, the the next most famous one is Karen Brady. But I think actually what's really interesting about her is she's actually got no sports background. Um, She comes from a TV background, which might rile some sceptics up because, you know, feeling like the TV revenue of the Premier League maybe is the most important thing um but yeah she's no football background but she is a fulham season ticket holder
0: she is so she does have some knowledge of football
1: then well a considerable knowledge of football but she's never managed a, a sports business which is a bit um different i work a little bit in sports and so i think it's very interesting she comes from a tv background but obviously that's where um they see future revenue and um and work to be done but I think it's really exciting I'm all for it I hope I think we should get her on this podcast actually guess what I did when I was uh prepping for our podcast tonight Anya when I was thinking about her and reading our notes you emailed her mm, close I've added her on LinkedIn <laughs>
0: <laughs> but does your LinkedIn have co-host of Fancy Football Wives podcast
1: oh no but I should put it on straight away yeah, I'll do, put it on straight away do and uh should we make it our mission to get her on our podcast? Yeah, let's
0: go interview her in person. That would be great. I wonder if she's got yeah. a fancy football team. She should well, do.
1: maybe. She
0: should do. She should do. I mean, that is that is going above and beyond. I'm not sure. Maybe on her work plan, she's got being the top 1% of fancy football.
1: <laughs> I don't think they're allowed to play it. If if she has got a fancy football team, she'll have to give it up. Oh. Yeah, cuz it's technically a compet you know, well, it's not gambling, but um it's, comp- it's competition, you know. She could there is a prize, isn't there, for the number one um fancy football player in the world. So, um I don't think she'd be able to play. But quickly on um people that play fancy football, did you see the funny tweets from Harry Maguire? No. Oh, it was about him, um, his fantasy football team and his um, fantasy football WhatsApp group and how he was doing. And he was asked, questioned if um, he had captained himself on the weeks that he scored, um, which he hadn't. He had always had himself in his team, ah. <laughs> which I think is funny, but he hadn't captained himself the weeks he scored goals, so... Anyway, I just love I love it when football players talk about how they play fantasy.
0: Yeah, it's great. Well, uh, on to bad week. So we've got a couple of players here in bad week. Uh, first up, Bournemouth Jefferson Lerma. He conceded an own goal. Uh, it was a fantastic volley, uh, but unfortunately in the wrong goal. And then he got a yellow card, giving him a grand total of minus one. He almost redeemed himself in the final minutes of the match, which Bournemouth lost to Arsenal, but it just wasn't to be.
1: And next bad week, so James Madison and Jordan Henderson, he both got sent off for two bookings. Um, Although Madison got minus two, and Henderson just had zeros. Liverpool had a clean sheet when he got sent off. Um, I had Madison until recently, but um, he's not in my team anymore, so didn't affect you. So doesn't affect me. So don't care. So
0: (laughs) final. uh, Well, he still plays next week, whereas both Henderson and Lerber are suspended now until the following week.
1: And this week's a double game week.
0: It is, but it isn't. So actually, fantasy football has split it out into two separate game weeks.
1: Oh, good. I was going to ask you that later. Okay, but then, but that's fantasy football. But will they be banned for both matches this week or just the first match? First match. They're both Mm -hmm. back 4th of December. Okay. So final players
0: up for bad week is the entire Chelsea team um, when they asked Sarri if he was happy with at least Barclay's performance on Saturday evening when he came on in the match where Spurs beat Chelsea 3-1 uh, did you did you follow that Sarah that we beat Chelsea 3-1 yeah, um, well done. his answer was today I don't like anybody
1: so, is that his accent? <laughs> I was trying to do that but <laughs> But it was just like. Still sounds Eastern European. That's my
0: best accent, obviously.
1: It's Your only accent. No, I can do an Italian
0: one as well, and I can do a French one if you want me to. So what was that? That was a French one. What today I didn't like anybody. No, so that was his one. So his answer today I don't like. I didn't like anybody. Still sounds Eastern European. Anyway. I'll tell you who she'd be most unhappy with. <laughs> Blood King David Luish, the defender uh. who got out of the way for Harry Kane's shot that made it 2 0. Have you seen it?
1: No, I haven't. But my first thought was maybe he had Kane on his fantasy team. He literally, maybe. He literally did a 180. He was like,
0: right, Kane's going to shoot. Let me get out of the way. It was completely <laughs> bonkers. Anyway.
1: Oh, well. So you, so you, so you didn't win through skill? <laughs> we definitely did.
0: We dominated <laughs> Chelsea. That back four didn't know what to do. Ali, Son, Kane gave them such a hard time. So we're <laughs> on to winning ways. In oh, this- <laughs> <you're-> <laughs> so uh, without further ado, let's chat to what Man City and Spurs players will be in our teams in part two.
1: Cool. Right. I've just got to turn the TV on to put the match on here. On. Oh. Edison, Walker, Laporte, Silva,
0: welcome back to part two where we speak everything to do with fantasy football and what a difference two game weeks make. I have won the last two, which means that it's now eight six uh to Sarah, and I've closed the gap to just twenty-five points. Sarah hasn't been doing badly, but just not as well as me. So,
1: and may I just just add just in case you didn't realize I gave up some points this week for a transfer
0: well that doesn't matter you didn't
1: close four of those points <laughs> I gave up four of those points okay well, so that was how kind of you, not Sarah. your skill how kind of you, Sarah <laughs> I still
0: would have beaten you
1: mm, yeah it's true but anyway
0: so you uh you obviously did two transfers then who did
1: you bring in uh, sorry i've just had a silent miming argument with my husband because he wanted to fit the man united game one <laughs> and i'm like no i'm watching the city game no i'm watching the city game
2: you do not.
1: yeah i'm watching the city game do the podcast on the city game oh dear there you go everyone and there's a snapshot
0: into our life <laughs> oh my goodness
1: <laughs> you hear the door slam
0: <laughs> man united i mean aren't they playing some like oh they're playing a swiss team aren't they
1: they're playing young boys and really was gonna to walk to the stadium. Who cares? Anyway.
0: Next. So you uh took a hit because you had two transfers. Tell us who you brought in and for whom.
1: Well three transfers because I had two saved up. So I did three transfers. Um oh god can I remember what I did. The third one that, uh, well, Mendy? uh huh Mendy out.
0: All right. Didn't you just um, bring him obviously. in recently
1: yeah, but he's injured now. So he's got a long term injury again. Oh, dear. Yeah. <sighs> yeah so Mendy was out. Um, uh, Laporte in. Mm-hmm. So a straight city city swap. Did you
0: bring Richarlison in?
1: I did bring Richarlison in. And he was the one that pushed me into um, using my points. So I bought Richarlison in. I can't remember who I took out. And I bought Alonso in. Mm. Again, I can't remember who he took out. Oh, my God i can check can't this I? is
0: good chat for fantasy football so tell us who, who is your best player then
1: oh i took out mendy trippier and lucas mora i took out two spurs underperforming players and an injured city player
0: okay so who is your best performing player
1: uh, my best performing player was Alexander Arnold. Followed very closely by? Mitrovic. Yeah,
0: so you kept him and you actually ended up benefiting from that because a lot of players, including myself, had offloaded him. And then he comes back with two goals. And hey, Presto, you have 13 points. So that works. Out well, I should well. have
1: captained him by Captain Deguero, which was, uh uh-uh. I mean,
0: would you have captain uh, Mitrovic, really? Going into ga- that game week, Richarlison was actually the most captained player. Mm. He only got three players.
1: Aguero, though, I can believe it. Since he put four past West Ham, and he didn't get an assist. Oh. Like, come on! How could you Tired. put four goals and not play? And he played eighty-one minutes. Tired, but well, you say that he's still the top scorer in the Premier League. In um, you know, he's got eight goals. Only. I just don't feel like I've had those points though. <laughs> but
0: anyway. Um, so he's not the only. Uh, he's not. He's he's actually joined by Obama Yang in scoring eight goals. Incorrect. No, correct. I'm looking at the stats right now. Followed very closely by yeah. a 6.7 million Glenn Murray who plays for Brighton. And I had on my team. Mm. would you know so uh, I I had a I had a fairly good week and actually was debating captaincy amongst David Silva, Sigurdsson, Mane and Obama Yang all of them that, which would have delivered me double points but in the end went with Sigurdsson and that was the best choice he got me 22 points but yeah I had an overall uh, a good yeah. week the Chelsea players let me down um, and I'm actually thinking of finally transferring out Kante Uh, later on this week um, after everybody has played their Champions League matches.
1: That's a good idea. So one thing that hasn't changed since our last podcast is that our league leader is still the Tinkerman, who now has 855 points and a game week score of 52, which is just above average. Um, He had Sterling, but Captain Aguero, so he's probably kicking himself over that, um, as are probably a lot of people. But it's our former guest... Michael Dingle with 85 points he wins manager of the week and it pains me to say that <laughs> <laughs> also we have another league me and him and I was leading that league for ages and now he's leading <laughs> um which is highly disappointing but he kept in Sterling um and he also had um Alexander Arnold and Brighton's as Glenn Murray who you just mentioned so well done and congratulations, Dingle.
0: So, what are you going to do for this week? Who are you bringing anyone in? What are your plans so far?
1: Yep, so already called it. I am so hashtag basic. I <laughs> have taken out Hazard and put Sterling in. You and the masses. Well, I think, it's a, I think it's the right thing to do,
0: really. Although he seems to do well and then get two points, well and then get two points. So you might just be getting two points for him. But yeah, I think it's the right thing to do.
1: I'm thinking of captaining him too. Oh, that's oh. bullshit. Oh yeah, because well I'm just upset with Aguero. Oh god, has Man United just conceded?
0: Well, let's have a look.
1: His head swear words come from the kitchen.
0: <laughs> or oh, he's <laughs> or oh, he's burnt himself.
1: Where <laughs> he's been exiled. To watch United.
0: I can't say, still says no now, Switzerland are now actually number one um team ranked in FIFA when, uh, since they beat Belgium 5-2 the other week. What? Oh, yeah. That's mad. Well Belgium were first and then they beat them, so they went first.
1: You, yeah, you would not expect that. No, you wouldn't. So
0: on to our fancy football team. I'm having a little bit of a struggle, which is I don't really want to move anyone around. I wouldn't mind bringing in Sané for Kante, but obviously that doesn't work because Sané's worth 9.3 and Kante's worth 4.9. Um, but ultimately, my kind of biggest question mark is really over Sigurdsson and whether I keep him in the team for their match against Leicester, uh, sorry, against Liverpool. Um, and then it's Spurs- Versus Arsenal, and I don't have any Spurs players on. It's crazy because they played so well on Saturday.
1: I am tempted to
0: bring Son in.
1: So Spurs versus Arsenal this weekend. Are you planning on watching it with your husband? Yeah,
0: and I've got backup coming. I've got <laughs> I've got my little sister in town for the weekend oh. as well. So the two of us against uh, Nick, and we'll kind of try and take Roger on our side as well. So.
1: So during our podcast break, obviously, we had the United City Derby, um, which is a fun day in our house. And I dressed up all my kids, all my kids, both my kids, <laughs> um, in their full city kits. <laughs> we were wearing city all day. And um, I put a hoodie on in the morning to go to the gym, my city hoodie, and my husband pushed me out the front door. Um <laughs> And then I really enjoyed the game.
0: I can't do that. Nick gets way too annoyed. And there's no way I can take ownership over Roger with what kit he wears. No way. Like we are, we have said that he picks his team and he can pick anybody as long as it's not Chelsea, but he can pick anybody. So often boys do follow their dads, but I'm hoping with all the family support I've got and the fact that I'm a season ticket holder, Roger will choose Spurs.
1: I hope for him he chooses something completely different. It's a shame.
0: (laughs) No, what? Burnley?
1: Well, I'll take him to Terrell's more.
0: No, so I'll be uh, sharing what uh, what the situation is on Sunday afternoon via Twitter. But talking of Twitter, uh, as I said, we've got a few questions from Twitter about bringing in Spurs players. So the first question was from FPL underscore Nick Ericsson or Ali or Son? So uh, good question. Ericsson got two assists at the weekend. Ali got a goal and assist. And then Son scored a goal. But Son honestly could have scored about four goals. Um, and I have to say out of any player that was creating the most trouble for the Chelsea players it was Son I think he's also the most reasonably priced so he, he looks like he's going to be now starting ahead of Lucas Mora and Eric Lamella and he was great last season so I'm going to be trying to bring him in and that's who I'd recommend and um, they don't Obviously they play Arsenal next, but after that, Spurs have got pretty easy fixtures for the next five or six game weeks. So um, bringing in a Spurs player is a very good idea. The other question we got um, was from, uh, from at Usman Jafar Ruma. He wrote, uh, Ericsson or David Silva? Funny, I'm asking a Spurs and City fan about this, but please don't be biased."
1: Well, Silva, obviously.
0: So, I would also see David Silva. Uh, and I have David Silva and he's not moving. He's been great for me. And Eriksson is really expensive and hasn't yet uh, converted what he can do based on the price that he costs. So, yeah, no, David Silva for now.
1: So, Usman Jafar rumor also asked us about um, Sigurdsson, stick or bench for the Liverpool match. And also, what are your top five picks ahead of the next few game weeks? So Sigurdsson,
0: I think I'm probably going to stick with him. I think he could cause, I think Everton could cause Liverpool some travel. Um, and he'd actually be one of my top five picks for the next few game weeks, along with Sterling, Sané or Silva. So basically... Would you
1: really? Sané, Sané doesn't get the game time though. I think it's a risk. Uh, he's not playing tonight. Yeah, he's not playing tonight, but he'll probably play on Saturday or Sunday when he's playing. Mm. Oh, he is playing right sorry forgive me i'm wrong basically
0: choose a man city midfielder um whose surname begins with an s <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you're sorted and you're You've sorted from
0: <laughs> and the other team i would look at and i mentioned this couple of uh I, I mentioned this last episode which was weeks ago huddersfield brighton they have easy fixtures so someone like glenn murray or Philip Billing from Huddersfield, he's a midfielder, um, or Aaron Moy, the, the striker. They would also be potentially in my list. And then I have to say someone from Spurs, because they looked phenomenal on Saturday. And after Arsenal, they've got really easy fixtures. So you take your pick, Son, Kane, Ali. Uh, Trippier will be back. Um, so those would be my, my top picks. Right. Uh, another question from Twitter, uh, which was from at Jurid uh, would you prefer all three city midfielders or two plus one defender? Good question. Or strikers. <laughs> Everyone's forgotten Aguero. He's gone into that part of the season where he kind of needs a bit of a break, has a rest because he's injured, and then he comes back. That's what I feel Aguero does quite often.
1: Well, he's still the top scorer. What do you think about his hair? I hate it. I love it. I hate it. Silver silver fox. <laughs> hate it i
0: love it go on three city midfielders or two plus one defender
1: uh two plus one defender i think laporte laporte has got the the highest number of clean sheets um so laporte plus take your pick of any of the two midfielders
0: silver or silver and sterling probably right
1: or bernardo silver
0: oh interesting oh interesting right final question from twitter it's from at momo underscore fpl what to do with goodmanson in fpl well they have got some really tricky fixtures coming up they've got um Palace then Liverpool Brighton and Tottenham and Arsenal so I would get rid of him and bring in someone else I just mentioned him actually uh, Huddersfield's Philip Billing could be a really good alternative um at Momo on Scott FPL also asked us a non-related FPL question it's a bit random <laughs> uh but fine we will answer it he said what's the one thing you can't do but wish you could so mine's very easy I'd love to be able to cook like, without a recipe, without, like, feeling a panic when I go into a supermarket and see all this food and I don't know what I'm supposed to be buying, without being stressed about all the mess in the kitchen, I'd just be able to really enjoy cooking and, and actually deliver a good meal.
1: See, I can't cook either, but I'm not that bothered about it because um, my husband does all the cooking and he every time I try and suggest that I'll cook, he says... Actually, I would rather do it as I don't want to eat anything that you make. So there's a plus Um, (laughs) side
0: to your Man United supporter husband.
1: Yeah, so that's why he's in the kitchen. He actually just delivered me dinner and a glass of wine while I'm watching City. Oh, amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He has some good traits to counteract his negative United traits. Um, No, what would I like to do? I'd like to be able to sing. I can't sing save my life. I've always wanted to be able to sing. And uh, I can't. So there we go.
0: Well, there we go. You've learnt the ba- the basic needs that we have on top of our uh, amazing fantasy football. Uh, can't skills. sing,
1: can't cook,
0: <laughs> but but we can beat our husbands at fantasy football. Right, well, we're, we're going to be speaking to another lady who is great at fantasy football. Uh, her name is Michelle Deer. She's part of our Fantasy Football Wives League. Uh, she's currently six. Um, and uh, we are excited to get her tips and also find out how she got into fantasy football and why the hell is she an Arsenal fan. Stay tuned. How's his fantasy football doing?
1: You've got one more point to me this oh, week. He doesn't do anything.
0: <laughs> i ha <think you> know. <laughs> ha one more the point hall. and they don't ha ha grumble, grumble. ha 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 so welcome back to part three, and we are very excited to be speaking to Michelle Minow. She has only played fancy football for the first time last season, finishing 127,000th, which is pretty good for her first go. Uh, she's an Arsenal fan, and she's sixth in our league. Um, but my, my question, my burning question for her to start off with is, it says that her league is from Christmas Island. So Michelle, are you from Christmas Island?
2: no I'm not I'm from Cambridge (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah really close I've been to Australia once
0: (laughs) (laughs) so there seem to be a lot of players who have Christmas Island as their country I think there's like five or six thousand people that have Christmas Island as their country but it's only actually got a population of (laughs) 1,402
2: that's correct yeah
0: so, why did you choose Christmas Island? Did you want to basically be winning uh, the league of a country?
2: It's it's just a Twitter thing. It's a bit of a running joke. But I, again, as you've probably seen, they do have their own league as well, and um, their their sort of hmm. ultimate prize. If you win the whole thing, it's like a fridge magnet from saying Christmas Island and a letter from the tourist <laughs> board. <born. laughs>
1: oh my god! I didn't know that. I missed that it's, entirely. It's, Irish, I oh thing It's high stake.
0: A fridge magnet from Christmas Island—that is brilliant. <laughs>
1: yeah. also, to be fair, Anya, we we're still meant to be thinking of a prize for our league, so um, you know, we could do a fridge magnet of our faces. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michelle, you
0: live in Cambridge, but you're an Arsenal fan. How did that come about?
2: Ah, uh, well, originally because I, I grew up in Essex, mm-hmm. so that's a bit nearer London. <laughs> um, but no, my dad's a West Ham fan, but I I supported Arsenal because I watched lose the UEFA Cup final in, uh, I think it was 1993, um, yeah and for some reason I was just watching the game and I was like, that's my team, so there you go.
1: I grew up in Essex as well and um, I used to go and watch West Ham play a lot when I was younger, as they were the closest team and we used to go and watch them play, their reserves team go and play at, um, at South End. and my best friend growing up, she was also an Arsenal fan. Um so it was either uh West Ham has or Arsenal fans, but
2: I just followed my dad. So
0: you're an Arsenal fan, Michelle, but you don't have any Arsenal players on your team.
2: Uh ah, well I did. I did until <laughs> game week gay week nine and then I got rid of um Abameo. Oh um, see, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, uh, you I a don't I don't <laughs> I don't really want to talk about game week nine, ten and eleven because I swapped in for Mitrovic who got me Six oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. And I also got Hazard in that week. Not not good.
0: <laughs> oh, no. See, that was a bit of a turning point. But you only play, started playing fantasy football last year. What got you into it?
2: Um, Work. I didn't – I mean, I've always – even before I picked Arsenal as my football team, I'd always actually enjoyed football when I was younger, growing up. But I didn't even know about fantasy Premier League. Until I was at work last year and they sent around an email um about the the league and yeah that just went from there. I won. <laughs> so, did uh, you yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean you did really well
0: for first first season.
2: I mean, I think it helped and there's a lot of people that start this game and then they get bored after about, I don't know, week ten. So
0: Yeah. <laughs> um Christmas usually.
2: But I also got on to Salah really early. I think it was about game week four last year. And I Mm picked up Sterling. He dropped in price to about 7.8, 7.9. And I picked him up then. And then he hit form and that was it. I just stuck with those two players and, yeah.
0: exchanged captaincy between them.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um, I also kind of got friendly on Twitter with the world number 14 for a bit. So I was getting some tips off of him. (laughs) So, um,
1: world number yeah. 14. It's
2: like he, he, he did um, Well, it was Jamal Rice, but he actually dropped down to about 39th in the world by the end. But yeah, I mean, he was flying for a time. He was convinced he was going to win it and everything. But he's he's certain it's going to happen this year. So,
0: so you've got Salah on your team, but you don't have Sterling.
2: Well, it, it's all to do with money, isn't it? That's the problem. Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just spent eleven point three million.
2: Were yeah, you thinking of stopping Hazard it. out. No, I'm thinking I'm going to keep Hazard. Um, take mm. the pun. I mean, I know he's injured, perhaps a bit off form, but I'm hoping things are going to turn around as I got him in in game week nine. Surely, although this is possibly one of the one of the worst things you can do in FBA is to be too stubborn about your about your players you bring in. <laughs>
1: I didn't see you didn't have a great no, game week this no, year,
2: Michelle.
0: <laughs> you ignored my advice. You said Salah or Doherty. And I said, Salah's a safer
2: bet. And you went with Doherty. I, I know. But I was, I i just, yeah. Yeah. I, I broke every rule I've ever played by, basically. Never never captain a defender. Oh, <laughs> Always going for the obvious choice. <laughs> but what did I do? No, I just thought, you know what? Huddersfield, get me some good points. They all just spectacularly backfired <laughs> so yeah so there's a lot of, these are good tips for your know, good tips to listeners not to do what are you going to do this week then what are your plans well actually looking at my team I'm thinking it's not too badly set up for this week <laughs> with the exception of Frasier really yeah, that's true. however yeah. um Shakiri was actually only ever supposed to be a one week punt for me um back in when did I did him two weeks ago so um, I got him for the Fulham game. He scored me a goal. Um, and then I was going to move him on. But then I was thinking, oh, I want to keep the two free transfer, so I'll keep him in the team. And actually, I almost got Sigerson on Friday night. Um, but mm. I thought, no, I want to keep the transfer. I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, <laughs> if I had done, my score would have been a lot better. <laughs> So you've got two free transfers? Yes, I have. Uh, and you've got no plans to use them? No, I'm going to use one of them at least, otherwise he just gets burned, otherwise. Um, You're being very cagey, Michelle, is it because you don't want to share your no, tips with no, us? Not at all. Um, it's, it's, I'm waiting for the City game to finish, basically. <laughs> um, and then if anyone gets injured and who gets dubbed off first. I'm- That's
1: a really good point. I should have probably thought Yeah.
2: I'm thinking I'm probably going to go Sane for Salah, mm-hmm. or yeah, and Salah. I was actually speaking to a, a, another friend of mine, FPL Hannah. Um, she's on Twitter, and um, she was pointed out obviously on Artemi's injury with his dodgy old knee is not probably a great option for the thick and fast Christmas fixtures. Could he manage two or three mm-hmm. games a week? The answer is who the hell knows, but <laughs> I'm thinking I might drop on Outovic completely and actually go for Felipe Anderson instead. So it's either oh, going to be Salah yeah. for Sane or Jakiri for Anderson, I'm thinking. Yeah.
0: I think Anderson's a good shout. Do you know what? I was thinking of captaining Al for the game against Newcastle.
2: Oh. There you go. <laughs> That's a
0: bit left field, isn't
2: it? I mean, you <laughs> could do. <I'm> not <laughs>
1: tell you what I'm watching obviously the City game while we record this podcast and I haven't seen City run around like this all season um so I imagine there's going to be quite a few tired City players after this game so not a bad shout Michelle to wait until after the match to decide what to do unlike me he just went straight in
2: I mean I admire your bravery
1: (laughs) (laughs) or stupidity
0: (laughs) What are your
2: predictions for the
0: league? Who do you think is going to win?
2: Uh, uh, I mean, I'm going to go City, but I'd love it if Liverpool won, actually, just to mix it up. Plus, I think they've got the best chance of any of the other teams that actually catch them. They're the last
0: two undefeated teams, so it is very interesting. Right, so I've got a fun fact. Uh, it always is to do with something that's uh, been spoken about earlier on in the episode. So earlier on during Bad Week, we talked about the fact that Jordan Henderson and James Madison both got red cards in their matches. And so my question is, what is the most amount of red cards that have been shown in one match? Uh. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: well, let me think about this. So you, 22 would be the most, which would involve yeah, they, every player being sent off. They,
2: they stop the game once a certain number of players leave the field. So.
1: Oh, good knowledge, good knowledge. What is
2: that number? I, I, think, yeah, I think the team has to go down to, I think it's seven or eight, and then they the game gets cancelled. Um, so I'm going to go with five. I'll say six. So this crazy
0: match occurred in the fifth tier of Argentinian football between rival teams Claypole and Victoriano Arenas and there was a record 36 red cards shown dismissing <laughs> dismissing all the players substitutes coaches
1: what for what reason oh my god i want to flying
0: Massive brawls. they were
2: punched
0: up at the end. So in the first half, only two players got dismissed. And then they came out. Right. (laughs) And it just descended into chaos. Players lunging into tackles, standoffs, (laughs) full-on brawls. Uh, And yeah, so the referee uh, basically served every player with a red card, along with a further 14 people, which included a mixture of subs and coaches. And apparently there were fans on the pitch as well, uh, it was a nightmare.
1: <laughs> Did they get red cards? I, don't I think fans mean, bands can get red cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I've just found I've just found a news article. There's a there is a video. Right, I'll paste that in on. So notes. Sarah, you were closer. You said six, so you're yes. only thirty <laughs> cards out. I Only 30 yeah, I don't think that counts as a win. <laughs> no. Uh,
0: anyway, Michelle, it was so lovely for you to come on and tell us about your tips for the week ahead and also how you got into fantasy football. Uh, thank you very much for following us on Twitter and interacting with us and telling me to Captain Sigurdsson. Thank you very much. Maybe you need to help Sarah now.
2: Well, I mean, absolutely. If she wants to post a question or
1: ask <laughs> me one, I'll do my best. I will do. I will do. I'm going to ask you um, for your advice before I make my final decisions. Oh, which, by the way, everyone, don't forget, it's a Friday game this week, so no waiting until Saturday at 11am. Yeah,
0: so make sure you've got your yeah. teams done by Friday 7pm, or 8pm if you live in my time zone.
1: <laughs> exactly. well. That's not fair. <laughs> anyway, well, Annie's in Switzerland, so she's an hour ahead. I've got an advantage. <laughs> you do have well, a Yeah.
2: it's like you get all these americans they don't have to get up at some ridiculous time in the morning to do the transfer deadlines that's
0: that's true that's true so uh thank you very much for coming on michelle and thank you for everybody for listening and we will be back next week at same time same place and good luck for the weekend ahead
2: thanks everyone thanks so much bye